Welcome to all of you who are here for our retreat morning sponsored by our, our Eucharistic Apostles of Divine Mercy. We're very happy to have you with us, very blessed to have Sister Donato with us this morning, to spend the morning uh, reflecting on the gift of God's mercy, our, our, our surest hope and, and, and anchor and, and rock in the midst of all of the struggles in our life. And then my, my thanks to the, the whole team from the Eucharistic Apostles of Divine Mercy for blessing our parish with this, uh, the gift of this retreat morning just as we get ready to move into the season of Lent. In the Gospel today, we have the Transfiguration, such a, a familiar passage. We will hear this again in Lent every year. Uh, it, it is one of our Sunday readings, the church sees it as being so important, this revelation of the Lord's glory, that every year it builds it into our, our Sundays of Lent, no matter what the, the cycle of readings might be. In this passage, um, there, there's something just really basic and fundamental that we don't want to overlook. When Jesus leads Peter, James, and John up the mountain, he reveals his glory to them, and in that, he's showing them something that, apart from his decision to reveal it, they would never know it. And this is the whole of our relationship with God works this way. But for God's loving choice to peel back and open up his heart and reveal it to us, we, we wouldn't know deeply who he is. We can know something of God by way of creation, but Paul says it, it's limited. There, there's, there's enough there in creation to know that there's a creator, but the deep parts of the heart of God, who he really is, what he's like, what his love is like, all of that, we only know that to the extent that God in his love chooses to reveal it. Those of you that have been going through the, the catechism in a year with Father Mike Schmitz, you've heard this, but it's true that it all begins with the, the desire in the heart of God to reveal himself. And we, we just can't take that for granted. Everything begins with that loving initiative of the Lord. And that is so deeply fundamental for the whole of our relationship with him. If we get that wrong, we get everything wrong. If we think that somehow it begins with us and our efforts to move toward him, our efforts to be good enough, righteous enough apart from him, then, then we're, we're just moving 180 degrees in the wrong direction. And so this is really key. This passage reminds us, Lord, unless you reveal your heart, we, we don't know the deep things about you. In this passage... Moses and Elijah appear and begin conversing with Jesus. But then, after the Father speaks, we're told suddenly, after the Father declares, this is my beloved Son, listen to him, suddenly, looking around, the disciples no longer saw anyone but Jesus alone with them. In other words, one way of understanding this is, the Father gets the last word. And this is a good thing. We don't know that 
the, the full content of the conversation with Moses and Elijah. Uh, other gospel writers tell us it was, they were speaking of his upcoming passion. But after the Father speaks, everything is finished. When the Father speaks in the big picture and reveals himself to us through the Son, he always gets the last word, meaning that we need to receive in faith what he's revealed to us. And when what he reveals is something different than we expected, we, in faith, we need to let him have the last word. We, we need to take him at his word, accept and welcome and love what he's revealing to us. The gift of the Lord's mercy is something that we, we clearly struggle with. There, there are those who struggle to believe that it's real, and then there are those who, hearing it, welcome it in that, that mistaken way of thinking that God's mercy means that our sin isn't any big deal. But for those who struggle to believe that that mercy is, is real, that, that that reality is, it weighs heavy enough on the heart of the Father that it's something that he's continually has to keep coming back and revealing to us. Throughout the whole life of the church, he has raised up saints and, and through his Holy Spirit has begun movements that, that have constantly tried to convince us of, of the greatness of his mercy. And we are living in these days when calling St. Faustina to, to be that, that, that great secretary of his mercy to make it known, we, we are living in days when we are the ones to whom the Lord is directing that, that message. And we, we need to let him have the last word on that, that when he declares and reveals his mercy to us, that, that we would welcome it and not say, but, or, well, maybe for other people, but not me, or maybe for some sins, but not all sins. Today, as, as we move into the retreat day, let us ask the Lord for that gift in regard to his mercy, that as he reveals it, and we wouldn't know it unless he chose to reveal it, but that as he reveals that gift of his mercy, that we would welcome that truth and that, that word from the Father spoken through his Son, that we would welcome it in faith and, and accept fully that, that beautiful and, and good news of the Lord's divine mercy.